Chapter 40, Godhood, or Idiocy. They call themselves Earthlings. Humans have lived in a world of magic with no way to harness those forces except by the occasional mutated or half-breed. Their history has scattered instances of strong individuals that have been able to fumble some truth about magic and gained a few abilities. But these individuals are rare and are often persecuted and destroyed for their achievements. Somehow in their evolutionary history, the constraints and ties of magic that all life forms are born with were sundered, and they were adapted and progressed by using their intellect and relying on tools and machines. Their history is rife with superstition, myth, and gods, the sea, Olympians, Asgardians. We are all part of the collective conscience of this planet, but we are simple stories, initially used to explain the ways of nature. We have been mostly forgotten and relegated to the dustbin of history. They clawed their ways out of caves, learning to walk upright and claim their planet using their intelligence and perseverance. They built wondrous tools and frightening weapons. They are as adept with machinery as we are with magic. CERN, the dungeon, is a culmination of their current technological achievements. They have advanced the science of physics and matter as they try to understand the very nature of the cosmos and the secrets behind creation. They seek to understand how the universe was created and the cosmological laws and constants that regulate all of creation. Their thinkers and researchers have managed to measure the heft and weight of the universe, to know that certain matter and energy, matter they have labeled as dark energy, exists. To them, this dark energy is a fleeting scientific curiosity. They would understand the whys. For us, dark matter is a very building block of creation. It is composed of good particles and infused with the energy of magic. They have no way to harness these energies. Their bodies are unsuited to channel magic or good particles. But they are clever and the possibility of them inventing the machine to do what their bodies cannot is not only possible, it is almost a guarantee at this point, Blair explained. These mortals are working to unlock the very secrets and usurp the power of the universal entities that breathed life and commanded the multiverse to be, she explained.
They have managed to harness the power of their intellect to adapt and overcome their environment using science and technology instead of magic. To walk on the moon. To explore their solar system. And to create communication relays that rely on frequencies that confound the restrictions placed on portals. Their brightest minds have posited that there is a grand mathematical structure that is fundamental to the universe, and if they can unravel the secrets of this formula, they will finally have dominion over the world around them. A unifying theory of numbers and maths that would explain everything. They harness the powers of nature, destroying everything in their path. Their weapons are so fearsome, they can destroy the very world they stand on. And still, they yearn and search for more, more power, bigger explosions, more territory. They use ideology and religion to exculpate their evils. They believe they would have been given a mandate from the one true God. They are lord of all they touch, primacy and dominion over the land and seas. And this dominion gives them supremacy to destroy pillage or change nature as they see fit. Duchess Wayne discovered that they had created a monstrous machine that would force the smallest of particles to collide. They hoped these collisions would help them better grasp the nature of matter so they could understand and bisect these particles to find even smaller components. This collider and the experiments that were done using this machine are producing the god particles in mass, collisions that release monumentous amounts of energy. They are perilously close to replicating the circumstances that existed before the universe existed. The collision of matter and energy that the god set in motion. The bang will spark a flame that will be the impetus in the formation of a new universe to be born. Why would Hagen keep this to himself? I wondered. The potential for destruction is staggering. I knew what the Hadron Collider was. That people on Earth had been worried that the machine would accidentally open a black hole and destroy the planet. It seemed they were thinking too small. Those energies could result in a universal Big Bang as dark matter and energy were converted and given corporeal form. Because he was promised something much larger than any financial reward, Blair replied. Lord Kell and Lady Patricia had another set of backers, those whose reach stretched far. They had to make fierce oaths of reciprocity with the Olympians in exchange for access to the people from this dungeon 
they would be given godhood. A gift of ambrosia would be awarded. In this universe, the gift would require system participation, level increases and ranked evolutions. But if this gift were to be consumed in the dungeon CERN, another world ripe with god particles and magical energies. They could rank up and bypass system requirements, I concluded. Yes, they would be true gods, and the rank would be translated when they came back to this universe. Or at least, that is what they thought. It didn't work out as expected. The Ambrosia was destroyed when they entered the dungeon. The magic forces on that planet were so dense that Ambrosia was consumed immediately. They were about to give up when two humans accidentally crossed the portal exit and entered our world. Two scientists, a doctor of computer science and a doctor of physics. Duchess Swain examined the process and concluded that their communication device was the rationale behind their translocation. These devices were designed to harness Wi-Fi energies. These radio frequencies disrupt the protocols that exist and allow easy crossover. As long as someone is holding a device that is Wi-Fi enabled and active, they can transition. An even more interesting phenomenon was discovered. They have Wi-Fi-capable computer technology as advanced as our magic-assisted intelligence devices. The most interesting discovery of this technology is that it is able to access system directly, she proclaimed dramatically. No system errors. The hacks that people have been noticing have been attempts to reprogram system using this Wi-Fi technology? I asked. Yes, the technology allows them to insert what they named viruses. There have been some problems. If the changes to system are too extreme, system takes action to isolate and quarantine the issue. But they were able to find a few workarounds for some of the thorniest problems. The doctor of computer sciences is skilled. He was able to introduce a virus that forced system to ignore some of the changes being made. Small nudges that resulted in negative consequences for targeted individuals. Changes to system logs and broadcast access to hide and camouflage some of the obvious violations and see restrictions. Contraband and people traveled back and forth between the interplanetary portals. The capital controls were cloaked in system-approved quests. But it was the physicist's knowledge of Wi-Fi that allowed for the real advances. We found the same restrictions that were lifted when using portals to leave the dungeon also allowed Olympians and Asgardians to enter the Summerlands. Why were we told Duchess Wayne has been enslaved in the dungeon? It sounds like she was a full-throated member of this idiocy, I asked. And where are these doctors being held? Duchess Wayne has a daughter. Her life is contingent on the behavior and actions of the Duchess. 
if she and her people remain in the dungeon, if they learn the methodology of science and the engineering required to build a hadron collider, her daughter leaves. They want to build their own hadron collider? I asked in disbelief. If they can replicate the god particle, emissions on one of their primary planets, there is a possibility of evolving into gods so powerful that system becomes their tool. They would do anything, risk anything for that. The other Pantheons would never stand for it, Euron declared. Their actions would free the sea gods, Cedric added. It would be a war on a cosmic scale. They might get away with it, if System were the final arbitrator. But this was simply one universe amongst an infinite array, and S-Prime would never allow it. Which explained much. Why I felt S-Prime had rushed my creation process. Why it intervened when Gwyn, Avatar, attempted to penalize me. And the system errors became so egregious that a universal reboot was required. Where are these doctors being held? I asked. They have been moved off planet, she replied. Perhaps Lord Kell or Lord Hagen knew exactly where. I am uncertain. All I do know is they use the interplanetary portal in the capital to transition to one of the planets the Olympians hold sovereignty. And Duchess Wayne's daughter? I prodded. Dead, she answered quickly. No dissemination or equivocation, as she responded. She was slain almost as soon as she was claimed as a hostage. An attempt at escape gone wrong. Lord Hagen has used illusion and mental domain to replicate the image of the daughter. A doppelganger that has been used as leverage to tie the hands of the Duchess. How is the information transmitted out of the dungeon? Lord Nelson asked. Duchess Wynne has claimed the lands with the collider as the epicenter. She created the four fairy mound under hill, a slithern, using passages she has created. She can monitor and spy on communications and gather test results and methodology. The underhill opens near the concentric circle that empowers the dungeon portal and is easily accessible for her and her people. She sends messengers with materials, machinery, and reports periodically, Blair explained. Have Lord Gill or Lord Hagen done any risk assessment? Or were they so blinded by greed? They ignored all dangers, Blaney asked. There are safety measures in place in the event a cataclysmic incident occurs. The dungeon portal opening has been seeded with destruction arrays and monitoring devices. If the emissions that escape the dungeon exceed a specific threshold, the arrays have been programmed to activate and shut down the dungeon portal closing off access to that world forever, she said. You should get Duchess Wayne and her people out of there and close that dungeon now, 
Blaine suggested. I agreed. I was pretty sure the Collider was essentially safe, but unlike the Olympians, I wasn't willing to play chicken when two worlds were at stake. Still, there were politics to consider. I was going to act, but I thought it diplomatic to allow the Duke to report to the Seely monarchy first. I had some reservations, convinced that the Seely would want to control and harvest their own specialists. The lure of godhood was powerful. I was going to get the Duchess and her people out and close that dungeon. The only question was whether I would do so with or without official permission. Quest complete. You have discovered where and how system was corrupted and informed Duke Aduin, staff, of the circumstances. New quest. Destroy the Hadron Collider and do so in such a way that the humans of Earth cease to recreate these experiments. Warning. Earth destruction and loss of more than 20% of human life would be considered a failure. Penalties in the event of failure... Cascading feedback established that results in the destruction of Earth and Talum. 